0: Hello and welcome to another MyTunes podcast here at ManxRadio.com.
1: Mark Tiley, the nation's station, Manx Radio. Last week
0: on MyTunes, we were very much in the pit at the gaiety with Katie Lawrence on the violin. However, this week we're back on stage. We are back on stage with someone who's no stranger to that glorious theatre, Sarah Elder. Welcome to MyTunes.
2: Thank you very much.
0: It's lovely to have you here. Now, I'm thinking you must have started young.
2: (laughs) I didn't. You didn't? I didn't at all, no. Um, In school, I was very shy, had no confidence, didn't want to draw attention to myself, dropped drama as soon as I could. Wow. (laughs) Well, the reason I said
0: that is because your mum is such an accomplished singer and I just imagine that she might have encouraged you from an early age.
2: No, I I was brought up with music. I had piano lessons, I had flute lessons and my aunt was a singer all her working life um, and before she had me, my mum had been a singer in the duo with my aunt. But no, I, um, as I say, I, I was lacking in confidence. I used to get very, very nervous and, um, yeah, I hated performing. <laughs> Oh my, so
0: when did you turn the corner?
2: When I was about 24, I was looking for an interest, uh, looking to meet some new people. And I saw a poster from the Legion players who were doing Weird Sisters by Terry Pratchett. And I liked the book. And I thought I could go and do some backstage work. And that would be a nice way to meet people. So I wasn't planning on being on the stage either at that point. But the backstage crew in that production all had costumes and went on for the crowd scenes. And I found that I actually quite liked being on the stage. It was fun. So the next time they were doing plays, I uh, went to the readings and I got a part. And so I started um, in drama.
0: How about vocal training? Because you, you have a beautiful voice. If you've not heard Sarah sing, you've missed a treat. and You must hear her sing. So, But wh- wh- where, where were you trained?
2: Well, again, it was kind of accidentally that, that in doing the drama, I my voice was quite quiet and so I thought maybe if I have singing lessons I will learn to project better. So that was my reason for, for starting singing lessons um, and I found that yes I could hold a tune, it was all good, but then my singing teacher that I was with at the time stopped teaching because she became ill and so then I didn't have lessons again for about five years after that. It was only when I plucked up my courage and went to a, a Manx operatic audition for Jekyll and Hyde. and to my absolute astonishment, got an understudy role for a lead. And um, then I thought, oh my goodness, I'd better do this right. And, um, And so then I found a singing teacher. And I was very fortunate at the time that Christine Sutcliffe had just returned to the island. So she was looking for pupils. Generally, it's very difficult to find singing teachers; they're all booked up. But she was taking on people at that time, so uh, I had lessons with her for a number of years.
0: Christine, there you are! Nice plug for you. <laughs> also been a guest on this. She's been, she's been sat there, you know where you are. Uh, you're right about singing. There's so many people uh, learning to sing on the island that singing teachers are busy.
2: They are. They, they all have waiting lists, so it's challenging to, to get in.
0: <laughs> Do you think that's to, uh, sort of primarily due to the Guild and, and the, the, the the heritage of singing across the Isle of
2: Man? I think that's part of it. I know that many of your guests have talked about it. There is a huge tradition on the island of, of performance. We have our fabulous theatre. We've got the, the, the Guild, which goes from strength to strength. While festivals in the UK have got numbers dropping, the Guild keeps going year after year. So... Yes, there's there's just a huge number of very talented people on this island.
0: (laughs) Was Jekyll and Hyde you mentioned uh, just now? Were your first big production at the Gaiety?
2: It was, it was. um, So the first time I'd been in in a musical there, the first time I'd played such a big role. There were three of us who were understudies. So Neil Callan, who does a Manx theatre podcast, was Jekyll. I was Emma, and a young lady who was 15, I think, at the time, called Samantha Barks, was understudy Lucy.
0: Oh, well, get that name in. (laughs) Get that name in. We're going to jump for your first choice of music a bit, but we're going to come back and talk about this a lot. But for starters, to get us off to a great week of MyTunes, let's have your first choice. I think we know why.
2: (laughs) Well, there's there's two reasons why, really. Um, This is the first song that I learnt to sing with my mum as a duet back in... You know, when I was 25 and we st- first started singing together, this was our first song. But then I also got to perform this at the Gaiety in the musical that it comes from, alongside the very lovely and very talented Catherine Tui, um, when we were Svetlana and uh, the American girl who stole my husband in chess. <laughs> um, so this is I know him so well.
3: i know i know him well wasn't it good
0: My guest this week on tunes was almost reluctant to get involved with what she's so good at—singing and performing and acting—and Sarah Elder, you said that you were twenty-something by the when you really got going.
2: Yes, I was about 25 when I started singing and I was 30 when I first did my first show as Jekyll and Hyde.
0: That's amazing. I mean, well, thank goodness you did. Thank goodness you did. So, from Jekyll and Hyde all the way through to Chess. Now, we jumped a big section yesterday because Chess, well, A, it was a brilliant production. I loved it to bits and you just, well, that, that whole duet thing is just so iconic in the show what came in between <laughs>
2: <laughs> um oh, a whole host of different shows i also understudied uh, christine sutcliffe in the king and i uh, as mrs anna um, which was lovely uh, various gilbert and sullivan productions where i played mabel in the pirates of penzance i was in the gondoliers and uh, the mikado and um, i got to play yum yum in that and then we got to play three feisty American girls, um, Millie and Seven Brides for Seven Brothers, Calamity Jane and Laurie in Oklahoma.
0: Great performances. I want to focus on Chess. As you said, it was the first big song that you sang with your mum because you were a duo for, for many years. We well, still sing with her from time to time. Mm-hmm. Uh, good, good. Uh, but then to get it, get that part I'm struggling to remember. Were you Elaine Page or Barbara Dixon?
2: I was Barbara Dixon. <laughs> were, I was the Russian.
0: <laughs> you were the Russian. You must have been over over the moon to get that.
2: I was, because there were a lot of very talented people auditioning for for the two roles, the the American and the Russian. Yeah, it's it's a show that I've loved for a very long time. It's beautiful, beautiful music, and I was I was thrilled. <laughs>
0: Do you relish the acting? or the singing which is really where you're set
2: I think definitely both you you need you need both and and particularly a role like like that where there's actually very little stage time really for that character so you've only got a short amount of time to really put across her motivation and and her reason for being there she was quite a challenging part because it's 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 very strange situation that she is in where she's brought in to try and bring back her husband would, would she really want to bring back her husband at that, uh, that juncture so it was probably something unlike I'd played before because she wasn't a romantic lead or anything like that which is where I kind of found myself in a lot of shows.
0: One thing about that part as well you've got to go from naught to 100 miles an hour just like that because there's no build-up for the character you're in and you're on and you're singing that song.
2: Well, yes, I think that was that comes a little bit later. My I did get one of the songs, which was Heaven Help My Heart. Oh, yes. And what was nice about coming in for that song was just before it, there was a scene where they played a video clip of the Russians' family. And that was actually me and my two children that we filmed at Nobles Park. And so that really helped, actually, as a, as a lead-in, because I was standing in the wings looking up at the screen and this... Little kind of cine film that they put together of them running around and waving at the camera, and that really helped because that obviously is the character's motivation in being there is to, for the safety of her family, and then for my my motivation in, in my performance it, it was fantastic
0: i get that like yes i can sit and having your own kids <laughs> it makes it all the more real it was well it was it was a brilliant moment and is there a dvd going around i don't
2: think there is
0: shame shame well let's have a revival um today though we are looking at something well You talk me through it, because fundamentally it's a big movie.
2: It is a big movie. Moulin Rouge, I really enjoy the film. It's, you know, a a jukebox musical, which some people can be dismissive of, but it's really, really well done. Fabulous performances. And um, the song that I've chosen has such stupendous orchestration um, really builds attention with the sweeping string section and I absolutely love it. So
0: from Moulin Rouge, what have we got?
2: El Tango de rock sound. <laughs>
3: lips caress your skin It's more than I can
4: Ya no tengo ganas de vivir, porque no te puedo convencer que no te vendas Roxana.
0: week, on MyTunes, my guest is Sarah Elder. We've been to chess land. We've been to the fantasy land of the Moulin Rouge. I wonder where we're going today. Sarah Elder, thank you for joining me on
2: tunes. I'm having such a good time. It's,
0: well, <laughs> uh, so am I. So am I. We're not, we'll, we'll get to today's song in, in a moment. You, we've talked a little bit about the duo with you and your mum. And honestly, it just blends together so well somebody once told me that uh, when you're from the same family harmonizing is extra special because of the voicing I think it is with you two
2: I think it, it does it does work really well I'm very lucky that she is fantastic at harmonizing any piece that we start singing she's got a melody in mind and she just creates as she goes it's it's Phenomenal, I wish I could do that.
0: <laughs> well, right at the beginning of the week, you, you, you gave a little plug for the early days of your mum and your auntie.
2: Mm-hmm. So they
0: were, they were playing a lot, were they?
2: They were. They're both about five foot tall. So they, their name was <laughs> The Petites, and they sang in the Northern Club Circuit. They did army bases and cruise ships and, and all of those kind of things until she met my dad at an army base, and, um, and then she subsequently separated from from the singing and um, my aunt carried on
0: <laughs> uh, but she's 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 carrying on in a not well I- I with you
2: she is now yes um, when I was growing up I don't remember her singing very much at all I was about seven and we went to Pontins and she sang in a talent show and I, that's the first time I really remember her singing properly because usually she had a silly voice and she was just trying to entertain me and my sister so that was the first time where I saw her performing and it was a bit of an eye-opener. And it was only really then when I when I started taking singing lessons that she decided to get back into it and she started then at when I did. As I say, we learnt I know him so well and then we started picking up other songs and at the Abbey Church, which was our kind of home um, in terms of concerts that we, we did there and we also did charity concerts and bits and pieces elsewhere. But uh, Yes, it's been really lovely to have that time.
0: Who chooses the material?
2: Um, it's, it's kind of a joint effort. You talked about with, with families, we have similar musical tastes and um, similar kind of vocal ranges, so it, um, it, it works really well. We've done a lot of 60s kind of stuff, which she would have performed when she was uh, first singing. Um, a lot of ABBA, which, which works really well with the harmonies. And musical theatre, who we both love the shows. <laughs>
0: well, and the stagecraft comes through when I see you two singing together. It's not just two people singing; it's a show.
2: We do our best. <laughs> no, it
0: is. It truly is, and I think that makes a big difference. And you get everybody involved, and it always goes down really well. Day three, what have we got for your choice of music today? Uh,
2: well, I, I spoke a bit earlier in the week about lacking in confidence when I was younger. Um, and, and I still do, to some extent, lack confidence. And so this is a song that I find really inspiring, that really resonates with me, um, and it's called Brave.
5: You can be amazing, you can turn a phrase into a weapon or a drug You can be the outcast or be the backlash of somebody's lack of love
0: A journey on my tunes this week, with Sarah Elder, who came over here as well, pretty much a toddler, not even three when you arrived on the Isle of Man some years ago. We're not, no, we're not <laughs> going. Don't worry, not going to say it. And made her way, found the gaiety in the in a in her twenties, and hasn't really looked back. We talked about singing with mum. I have to share a secret with our listener. I've been privileged and uh, had such a fantastic time accompanying you from time to time in various musical bits and pieces, uh, more, more or less on a guitar. And I wondered, because I'm not sure, which musical genre you like the best, or are you a bit of a, a kaleidoscope girl? Well, tell, Talk me through this.
2: I would say I am. I, I just love Music, every kind of form, really. I would sing anything from opera to nursery rhymes. Um, It's just my pet hate, really, is is musical snobbery and trying to say that one type of music is is better than another. Um, I think the more types of things that I can learn and can sing, the better in my world.
0: (laughs) I mean, one of my great... uh, It's been so good to to play uh, the guitar for you with Joni Mitchell songs um, because I think your voice, when you take on Joni Mitchell, is fantastic.
2: That was um, David Holland was the person who first said to me that I should try Joni Mitchell. Um, that I, I was familiar with some of the songs, but I'd never thought of singing it until then. And they're actually very difficult songs to sing. She is such a phenomenal vocalist that it's, she makes it sound so simple, but her songs are, are so complex. Um, and yes, yeah, she's she's an amazing person to to sing it's quite
0: acrobatic the intervals that she she leaps around in in, in range
2: absolutely yes from from very high to, to quite low in some places and um and yeah beautiful melodies
0: now looking ahead where what's the what's the next couple of years holding for you
2: that's always hard to say
0: musically i mean I'm, musically I'm, yeah. um
2: i had a lot of fun in december last year doing the panto in peel um which my two children we're involved with that for their first show. So um I think I'd like to do that again. It was really good fun sharing the stage with them. I
0: just wanted to pick that up. Did they get the bug like mum?
2: They have at the moment, yes. yes. <laughs> both of them love performing, so I'm I'm encouraging that.
0: <laughs> so that could be on the horizon for, for later on.
2: That could be, um, but there are always fantastic shows coming up. Next year, the Douglas Choral Union are doing Young Frankenstein. Manx Operatics are doing Curtains, which is a musical that was written by the same people who wrote Cabaret in Chicago. And there's um, some great roles in both of those shows. And, yeah, every year there's new shows coming up, new things to to try out.
0: Now, do correct me if I'm wrong, you weren't in Hunchback. No,
2: no, I haven't done anything since chess, unfortunately.
0: Okay. well, one of the things that got me about Hunchback, and I mentioned it to David Dawson, who was a guest a couple of weeks ago, was that even in the choir, in the chorus, were the most amazing soloists who just wanted to to be in it.
2: Absolutely, yeah. And
0: I think that sums up the passion for musical theatre. If you say, look, I don't don't need to be a soloist, I'll, I'll do that, I'll do that. Uh, it's great to have that energy, isn't it?
2: Totally is, yes. And and you need that. It's very easy to just look at the, the people at the front of the stage and think it's all about them, but every single person on that stage is, is equally important. The show is less without any of them. And um, to have such... Super talented people who are willing to to play those supporting roles and and to just be a part of it is is amazing.
0: And I think it was a strength in harmony as well. That everyone knew how to pitch their harmonies. Bang, bang, bang. There wasn't a dodgy moment there. The power of that choral sound was immense.
2: It was. It was tremendous. And the whole production was extraordinary uh, being involved in theater you tend to watch shows with a perhaps a slightly more critical eye but there was absolutely nothing that I could fault in in the whole show it was extraordinary
0: well I do hope wherever it is we see you, even I'll come down to Peel and watch you again, but I'd <laughs> love to see you back on the, the stage at the Goethe before too long and see you singing all sorts of things around the Isle of Man because it's just a joy and if I can accompany you I will thank you <laughs> that'll be my my privilege and a pleasure For this final track of the week, you've probably chosen one of rock's, if not the greatest rock showman ever.
2: Absolutely. Freddie Mercury was just amazing. And if there was ever a band I would love to have seen live, it is Queen. I've been a fan of their music forever, um, as long as I can remember. And yeah, the track I've chosen was sadly the the last single that was released before he died but it ties in so well with my musical and dramatic uh, life uh, the show must go on
0: perfect choice to wrap up the week sarah it's been great fun and i as i say if i can do a bit more accompanying with you just give me a ring you got my number <laughs> thank you
2: thank you <laughs>
4: spaces
1: What are we
4: living for? Abandoned places I guess we know this score On and on Does anybody know what we are looking for? Another hero Another mind is crying behind the curtains
0: Sarah, thank you for a wonderful week on my tune. Sarah Elder has been my guest all this week. And if you see a little notice saying she's performing somewhere soon, do not miss the chance, the opportunity of seeing her perform live. You will not be disappointed. I'm Mark Tiley. Keep coming back here to manxradio.com for more podcasts being added every day.